It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. Excuse me, let me restart. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is, see, this is what happens when People we record on Marquesas Monday. Yeah, Marquesas Monday, everybody knows it's uh, the worst recording day. What do you think is our worst recording day? We recorded on Saturdays occasionally. That seems, I feel like fine. Survivor Sunday, perfect day. Perfect record day. Marquesas Monday, clearly bad so far. Yeah, I was gonna, I had the impulse to to sing it like it was Manic Monday, but I've almost certainly done that before, so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do it again. You should, though. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm Dude, not gonna do, do that. Just do it. Just do it real quick. Just another Marquesas Monday. Ooh, I uh, wish it was Survivor Sunday. Because <laughs> that's my fun day. Ooh, my Jeff Probst has to run day. <laughs> uh, so, Jeff Probst, let's talk about him. He's hosting Survivor. Now, he's been hosting Survivor the whole time. Oh, just now? <laughs> <laughs> he's been out of the game for like a year and a half. What do you think's going on with Jeff? I think- thought he was a different guy because he has long hair now. Mm-hmm. 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 As a guy who's got long hair now and didn't before, people do get confused. I, I do saw- feel like you are a different guy every time I see you. Oh, because I'm changing my look up so much all the time? Yeah, you're always, always changing the look up. I'm always like, what am I feeling this month? And sometimes it's like cool guy, and sometimes it's like chill dude, you know. Uh, sometimes it's like JD's dad, but then occasionally it's like I guess I guess Sanders dad. And then every time you do that, I'm like, who are you? Every time I see you, and then you have to explain who you are and call yeah. me down. Yeah, I pulled a, I pulled a gun on you when you were at my house this weekend. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, don't worry, I'm just JD's dad. <laughs> oh! Tell me something only JD's dad would know. <laughs> He's a disappointment. Oh, yeah, okay. Thomas, speaking of JD, my great son, did you watch Survivor 41 last night? Son 41. <laughs> <laughs> Marinate on that. Just think about that for a little bit. Okay, yes, Sun I did. Vi- Survivor is what we call it when we record on Father's Day. That's true. <laughs> On 41, that's funny. Do you think that, uh, does Jeff have any kids? I don't know. I don't think so. Other than Survivor, of course. Survivor's yeah, he's married to Survivor. But I feel like the Survivor contestants should celebrate Father's Day with him. Because he is, he is sort of the Uncle Daddy of uh, Survivor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could definitely say We're that. We're not going to explain where that came no, from. I don't all. think we need to explain that any further. Uh, Probst married his second wife, Lisa Ann Russell, on December 5, 2011. Through this marriage, Probst is a stepfather to Russell's two children, Michael, born in 2004, and Ava, born in 2006. From her former marriage to actor, do you have a guess? Oh, wow. Um, is this person older or younger than Jeff Probst? Uh, I would guess slightly younger. I'm not sure how old either of them are, technically speaking. Look up how old they are. I'm going to look up how old Jeff Probst is. Much older. Or, sorry, Jeff Probst is much older. Okay, he's 59. Uh, I'm going to say that this person was married to... 
No, but no, I, I, you that got wasn't the first that initial was, right. That wasn't my real. That wasn't my real answer. I'm going to say oh, Mark okay. Wahlberg. Uh, still incorrect, but you got the first name right. Oh man, is it like Mark Harmon? No, you're getting further. Another away. CBS person. I don't know if he's ever been on CBS. Ooh, but uh, he was on a very popular television show in the 1990s. Oh, uh, I don't know if it was on CBS though. I don't know boy, what network it was on. Let Mark, me... Mark's in the 90s. Who could this have been? Is it like, uh, oh, uh, who's the guy that was on? Um, that was on uh, Franklin and Bash. Mm-hmm. Is it that guy? I, um, I, Thomas, it's been a while. Yeah. Is Franklin it Mark Paul, Mark Paul Gosler? It is I think Mark is Paul Gosler, yes. It is Who, actually Mark Paul Gosler? Is was either Franklin or Bash. Uh, and I watched most of those shows, uh, and I don't, I still don't know which is which. Uh, yeah, Damn. it's Mark Paul Gosler. Jeff Probst, Mr. Steelio Girl. He's kind of like the Jason Momoa to Lisa Bonet's Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mark Paul Gossler, obviously, the Lenny Kravitz of this situation. Yeah, I'm always saying it. Both of them rose to prominence in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Careers tailed off a little bit afterwards. Cool guys overall. Have kids with a person. And now that person is dating somebody else famous. A story as old as time. Yeah, and also I assume that... Uh, uh, Jeff Probst's stepdaughter, stepdaughter and Mark Paul, a.k.a. Mark Paul Gossler's daughter, will play Catwoman at some point. Yeah, I mean, we can only hope. They're, what, 13, 15 now? Something like that? Prime age for being Robin or the girl Robin. Think Who's- of all those connections between her dad and her stepdad. <sighs> Let's do it. Let's do a f- five degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's Jeff Probst and Mark Paul Gossler. Okay. Oh, I guess they're their mutual wife. This game didn't actually have as many legs as I thought. My thought would be like, who's someone that's been in? Because Jeff was on every episode of that, like the greatest event in television history thing that Adam Scott did. Mm-hmm. I feel like that you could get there from there. It's like who's someone that was on that? I bet they've been on something with Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, I Has see. Mark Paul Gossler been in anything with John Hamm or like Amy Poehler? Mm. Yeah, probably a Franklin and Bash. Or Adam, or Adam Scott, even. Yeah, probably a Franklin and Bash. Look. Oh, you know what? I think wasn't Kumail Nanjiani on Franklin Kumail and Nanjiani Bash? Kumail Nanjiani was on Franklin and Bash. Yes. He's almost certainly been in something with either John Hamm or Adam Scott. Yeah, probably like a comedy Bang Bang or something. Yeah, so I think you can get there from there. Yeah, I mean, easy. We did it. We would you say that we kind of played that five degrees of Kevin Bacon game like a lion? Five degree, five degrees of Jeff Probst. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I think that we played it like a lion. This game. This in week. that we uh, did it very poorly, just like the Detroit Lions. Perfect. This week's episode was called Ready to Play Like a Lion. I'd say decent episode title. It is, but I can't not. I mean, it's very funny to me to say that because it just makes me think of uh, losing 44 to 6. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're nothing if not consistent, just like Survivor 41. Uh, Shan is worried that she can't trust Ricard on the Iwa tribe, and then they get into an argument about the extra vote, and she asks for it back. This is a whole thing. Um, yeah. 
Do, do you want to hear my mom's line about Shan? Yes. I was I was home in Michigan this weekend and uh, got some mom opinions on Survivor. My mom's very offended by Shan because she says she's a pastor, so she's supposed to have morals, but she doesn't. Honestly, like your mom, I think is spot on. As this game goes further along, I think the point, Shan, you know the the. Uh, there's a, a point in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Dennis is talking to Mac and he's like, and I had feelings. You remember feelings, right? <laughs> like I'm in high school or something like that. Her being like, I snapped back into pastor mode and was like, oh, it's like, how do you not do that every move that you make? Like, I, I don't know that I would ever trust you to be a pastor somewhere because this comes really easy to you. Lying? And it's worse. Honestly, like it wouldn't be that bad if she was just like, I, you know, like, Survivor, I'm here to play the game. I'm just going to stick myself into it, you know. Ultimately, you know, I think you can compartmentalize that. But it's the fact that every time that she votes somebody out or she conspires to get them out, she's like, it's so hard for me to do this. <laughs> I really want to be I don't person. feel sympathy for you. You are playing a conniving game. Lean into it. Yeah. I, I think... I don't know. I she seems like in such a good position still. It's bizarre. She's playing so hard. Yeah. I feel like she's got it. Somebody's got like it's one of those I don't want this to be one of those seasons where somebody just has that weird pull over everybody else where they're obviously going to win if you get to final 3. And they're playing very blatantly, and everyone's just like, "Well, I'm not allowed to vote them out, and I have yeah. to be tricked, and I have to be tricked by them constantly." Mm -hmm. It would be impolite for me not to be tricked by Shan. I at least appreciate that Ricard is like, "No," anytime <laughs> that she tries to get him to do something like that now, and then she tries to. F it's so bizarre to hear guilt him over it. It's like, why would he trust you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they must be setting up for Ricard shan showdown somewhere down the line i mean there has to be like they know they both know each other's deal and i think ricard in particular is in a position to really get her because like he has seen her she he has seen how machiavelli and her game is because he's been a part of it mm -hmm. and it's like he knows how fake she is so fake and that's the worst thing you can be on reality tv that's right i want real i'm real Man, talk about the real world coming back. A, real world homecoming, a, Thomas, season two, it, coming out soon. I'm real's a J-Lo song, right? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm kind of like J-Lo, because I'm real. Yeah, Thomas, I, I'm real remix Thomas, featuring Ja Rule. Did you hear what J-Lo did? What did, what did J-Lo do? She said the N-word. What? She said the N-word in a song. So it's publicly available. Was this a while ago or just recently? Yeah, uh, I think probably a while ago. Um, so she's actually canceled. Uh, JLo is over, just like COVID. We said thanks for your time, but we're oh, it's over now, and we're JLo is be, over. Party. We're not going to be buying your gummies, your health gummies. 
Speaking of people, speaking of JLo and people that JLo has dated, uh, did you see Drake's emoji necklace? I intentionally did not watch that video. What do you it's mean maybe emoji this, necklace? It's, ma- it's a diamond necklace where there are a bunch of emojis made out of diamonds, and it is maybe the single tackiest thing I've ever seen. I misunderstood a tweet I saw, Thomas. I saw Drake emoji. Drake has come out with emojis or something, and I thought it was like his own version of emojis. You know, like Kim Kardashian did a few years ago. No, it's not that. It's even worse somehow. No, it's just like the like devil face emoji and like the tongue emoji and the eyes emojis, but they're made out of diamonds and they're on a necklace, and it sucks. He is the fucking corniest person on earth. This man is like nearly forty years He's old. He's thirty-five right? years old. That's. That's too old to be still using the devil horns emoji. Yeah. If you're using the devil horns emoji, you need to be under 24 or over 60. Well, it gives him a good conversation starter with 16-year-olds. So, That's a you know. good point. It is hard to talk to teenagers. You like emojis, right? Check this out. Yeah. Uh, over on Yasa, they learn that they'll be merging, but Liana is nervous about Xander's advantages. Don't don't be Xander. Cool dude. Yeah, he's cool. Super chill. Get, Tif- get Tiffany out. Get Tiffany out. Leon and Xander all the way. Let's see it happen. Uh, Blue Vu, they all agree that they're not going to vote each other out. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's always fun to watch this happen. I'm sure they mean it, but that's not going to, like... They so clearly don't mean it. Like, everybody says that, but nobody actually ever follows yeah, through with that. I think they know. I think they kind of mean it, but they also know that that can't be, like, that's not possible. I feel like whenever anybody brings up that topic of conversation, they're just, like, prolonging the inevitable. Like, I don't want to make a decision about who we're going to take out at the merge because, oh, we're just all going to be stick together and we'll just take out the other teams. We're all going to win. <laughs> We'll be the first five-way winners. Well, uh, okay. Then we, we transition over to what amounts to the merge, and Jeff explains what's about to happen to the camera and then says, this one may ruffle some feathers about the twist or something. I, I really don't like that he's doing this. <laughs> Yeah. Stop addressing me. I'm not watching Dora or Blue's Clues. Like Jeff being like, I'm sorry if you're triggered by this new merge thing, Snowflakes, yeah. but Sorry you're triggered, but we're not saying guys anymore. Uh, that would actually be kind of funny if he did it like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really funny if you did it that way, if you just did the exact setup of like a like a cancel culture thing, but you were like Sorry if the snowflakes out there can't handle this, but uh, I use they-them pronouns. <laughs> I mean, it worked for the other side, uh, I guess. I don't know. Do you feel like calling somebody a snowflake ever really worked? Or is it just another word that people I think get it's mad just about? A thing, I think it's just a thing that they like to say. I don't know that anyone really gets mad. I think it really, like, it doesn't own anybody. It just is, it entertains them to say it. Great. Great. We love to entertain, just like Jeff Probst. Uh, Jeff tells them that they're not exactly Merge. Uh, They are without a buff and without a tribe. Uh, Two teams will dig up a ball and then retrieve keys and then complete a puzzle. And the winners receive a Merge buff. And also they'll be immune at the first Merge Tribal Council? Is that a... 
What's that called? Is there like a phrase? Thomas, you yeah. love Survivor parlance. What's the what's the first merge tribal council called? Uh, the merge. Okay, so they'll be immune at the first merge. Uh, they they pick rocks and Nasir and Erica don't compete. Sucks to their Asmar, you know. Uh, Blue does really well, and they win, and they take Nasir with them to be immune, and they go to the merge feast. Erica, meanwhile, goes to exile. And Erica, really, they only picked you because it's Erica's exile, you know? And they people love alliteration. Yeah, it's like the sugar shack. It's like the sugar shack or the science shack, but not the Susie shack. We will never call it that. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I, uh, I couldn't help but notice no pizza, no yeah. steak at this feast. Yeah. I, I, I watched it twice to make sure I didn't miss anything. I could have sworn, was it, did I, this steak authority had to be there. I just must have missed it. I'm going to rewind. There was no, there's no steak authority at all. Um, there was, it, they did not focus on the eating that much at all. I want to, I want to see these people munching down on their meal, you know? The uh, hut wasn't, the hut wasn't there not being out pizzaed mm, by anyone. That's going to be survival. Craig Robinson was not there. Craig Robinson. Yeah, he's the new Pizza Hut spokesman. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, at the merge feast, everybody talks about how hard it's been, I guess, but like as they constantly complain about on Survivor Reddit, they never show us how hard it is. It's it's all gameplay and challenges and uh, the tribal council. We don't see any camp life, so how how do we know it's hard? Yeah, they don't I feel like earlier seasons did a much better job of conveying how like brutal it could be to be out there and now it's like it just seems like everyone's having fun so it's really jarring when they're like this is the hardest thing I've ever done. It's like mm-hmm. is it? It seemed like you guys are all having a lot of fun. We uh it's Marquesas Monday so let's give a shout out back to Marquesas. It was m- miserable and they showed all the bug bites on their legs and they talked about the bugs that were biting them up. And it was still the ultimate vibes season. Like, that, it's just good. It, that's good. If you just tell me it's been hard, show me how hard it is, you know? How am I supposed to know? Unless I see the bug bites on their legs. Jake, don't tell them to show you how hard it is. That's inappropriate. Yeah, yeah okay, you're right. I take it back. Don't show me how hard it is, Jeff. We're... <laughs> Did you watch Survivor HR is gonna we're we're gonna take a look into this one. Did you consider human resources last night? Uh at Exile Island, Erica says that her biggest fear was being alone on a beach for one night, and now she'll have to do it twice. Did you That's love a that? Very specific fear, and I don't believe her. <laughs> Did you love that she said that she would she was afraid to do it twice though? I mean, sure. I just couldn't get past the fact that she's like, my biggest fear is this thing I'm doing right now. Like, Yeah. Do you think that was going to be a possibility? Survivor's all about facing your fears. Well, because you always t- love to talk about how you have to do things twice for Survivor. I feel like you could have a bigger fear than having to spend the night alone on a beach for one night. I feel like you're missing what I'm saying. She said she has to do it twice. Oh, right, yeah, just like the episodes. No, that's fun. I'm sorry, I just couldn't get past how stupid her fear was. Can you not talk about Erica, my daughter, that way? <laughs> oh, God. 
I really loved when she walked up to like the few supplies they left her and there was like one big jug or whatever or big big pot and she's like, Oh, this looks promising and opens it and goes, Oh, it's water. It's like, oh, considering this is just water for two days, this is actually not very nice. That's a, the thing that, that like, I, I do feel like they've glossed over a little bit is, like, Evie makes a point of saying at one point, like, we have not eaten for, like, three days. Mm-hmm. Like, people are not eating. It's, like, it definitely is rough out there, and they're just not, the edit is not conveying that. Yeah, that would be great to see. That would be great to see, Jeff. Jeffrey. Great to see Jeffrey, you know? Rhymes. Uh, Erica gets her sob story because everybody needs a sob story to be on Survivor now. What would your sob story be, Thomas, if you were on Survivor? Uh, I was a gifted kid, and, uh, you know, I, I uh, then uh, I had uh, anxiety, and uh, I could actually do this. Like, this is what, like, if I had do to come up with something, it this would is your audition be, tape right now. But, like, I don't want it. Like, that's stupid, though. Like, it's not, I don't have a sob story. <laughs> My sob story is, like, I was kind of immature coming out of high school, and uh, I hit the wall on my first college semester and also found out that I had undiagnosed anxiety issues. <laughs> that's that's it. That's real, though. That's real. That's I'm being real for the listeners right now. I mean, it's also, happens when all, you it, being it was a combination. It was a combination of anxiety and also uh, going to college and realizing that no one could tell me to go to bed, and so for a full semester being like, I can probably sleep for half an hour and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird how that doesn't work out so well once eight o'clock rolls around here now these days in my 30s i'm like ooh, it's almost bedtime if i sleep like two hours a night for a week i probably won't have any problems no that's eight hours eventually and that's what they're always talking about uh, my sob story would be i had diabetes and still do yes oh my god jake you've got that way set up you can talk about mm. uh you can talk about uh, jake's music festival mm-hmm. oh my gosh this like, we haven't so raised perfect. enough money give me a million dollars jeff yeah you could say that you were going to donate some of your winnings to J- to uh jdrf even mm-hmm. if you aren't going to you could say yeah, that you I would know that. that's going to be what i bring up at the final tribal council I would do, like, uh, on Search Party, I would say that I had stage four lymphoma when I was in high school. <laughs> and I would hope no one would investigate it. Oh, my God. I I know it's it's a Monday, and we specifically only talk about Search Party on Search Party Saturdays. But I do really love that show, and I'm very excited that you're watching it now. Uh, it's great. Yeah. If you're not watching Search Party reconsider uh, it's on hbo max it's very good on hbo max now so uh erica says that being on survivor uh is her love letter to her parents sure i guess i don't know that seems nice uh and then she gets fired so it's it's all good news for erica uh what's your opinion on erica she finally uh had an episode dedicated to her Good, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have a negative opinion of Erica. I just. I don't know that she has stood out as a player. No, that's Xander's sister. That's Xander and JD's sister. Oh, okay. Uh, over at their camp, Xander figures that playing immunity or winning is his only chance to move forward in this game. Uh, oh, Shan reveals Liana has an advantage in front of Tiffany. It's a mistake for Shan. Yep, big mistake. Liana reveals to Shan and then Tiffany that her knowledge is of 
knowledge of power, whatever. Advantage and all of its powers. She reveals that knowledge is power. Yeah. She reveals a VHS copy of a School of Rock short. Jake, did you know that there is a quarterback for the New York Jets named Mike White? And he threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns and also had a receiving touchdown in an upset of the Cincinnati Bengals last week. Yeah, he also wrote and directed or wrote yeah. School of Rock. And, he made White Lotus and uh, in White Lotus. And he also was on Survivor David versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, he's had a very, he's a real renaissance man. It's incredible. You know, to go from, to go from playing Ned Schneebly to <laughs> uh, having like a big buzz show like White Lotus to, uh, Playing quarterback for the New York Football Jets is a big. Uh, it's a big step. It really is. I'm happy for him. Uh, the winners return to camp, and everybody's excited to see each other. And they all meet. Uh, oh, Tiffany doesn't know she'll continue to have Liana's back, though. I, I don't understand why no one has come for Tiffany yet. I don't either. Because as soon as they were, it was almost her time to go. They started winning challenges. Yeah, I guess, but, like, they weren't going to vote her out. They were going to vote Xander out. Can't now. Now he's unstoppable. That's uh, true. Xander is invincible now. I just don't get It's one of those players. I mean, like, <clears throat> I'm sure there's stuff outside of the edit that we're not seeing. Oh, like, you think? I guess pe- yeah, like, obviously, like, people seem to like her, but, like, from what we've been shown, I don't understand why. I mean, I guess it's maybe you think she's someone you can take to the end with you that won't win, but, like, otherwise, I don't know. I don't know. I guess she's less of a liability. I mean, like, the fact that she's not that good at challenges is honestly placed to your advantage once you hit the merge, but... Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, but I just... I don't trust her socially. I don't know. I feel like her social game is going to get other people... People who aren't herself into trouble if people reveal too much information in front of her. Like, Shan revealing the knowledge of power. The School of Rock and I think Tiffany is smart enough to know that she's kind of on the bottom of the alliances that she's in, too, and she's going to try and... Yeah, it's like, I think you... They should have cut her loose before I now. I could see her getting wise to her position and rallying people against the bi- the big names like Liana and, and Shan and Ricard... I could see it. I could see it. I I don't know. I mean, if she if she rallied people to get out Shan or Ricard, I'd actually kind of flip my opinion of her. That'd be great. Mm. I don't want her to go after Liana, though. I like Liana. I like Liana, too. I think she's playing a good game. Liana is cool. Um, I mean, I, really, there's not a lot of people I don't like at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't really actively dislike anybody on this season. I think I'm a little annoyed at, like, how how aggressively Shan and Ricard have been allowed to play with no pushback, but I think there will start to be pushback once they're at the merge. But like, I don't dislike either of them. I would argue that the fact that they lost literally all of their tribe mates is a bit of pushback (laughs) to the game. But but like none of the, everyone just allowed themselves to be voted out. Well, that's why they didn't make the merge. You know, that's on them. Unlike Nasir, who did make the merge, he tells Xander that he's got his back. They've got the uh, the Butterfly Idol alliance going. So that's pretty good. Man, what if it was Nasir, Xander, and Brad? I wish Brad was there. I wish Brad it, was there. Brad should still be there. I just realized Brad the is like a very tall died. stock of broccoli. Yeah, he is like that. Because <laughs> he's great. I don't know, man. 
call. I don't know if I agree. Right now, I'm as confused as a goat on AstroTurf. <laughs> I wish they had to do that every single challenge. I hope they bring it back and they never change the phrases. Yeah, you just got to say it again. <laughs> uh, there's got to be risk when it comes to finding an idol. It's I just love every time that they had to say that, Jeff would have to be like, whoa, things are getting crazy here. Whoa, what's going on? This no food thing is really coming after you. <laughs> uh, Danny continues to target Erica. And then Liana, Danny, Deshaun, and Shan form an alliance, uh, which people are calling Cookout 2.0. Do you know the cookout? I don't. The cookout was an alliance on this last season of Big Brother that was like five or six black people who all got together and were like, we're not coming after each other. We're going to make it to the end. And it resulted in the final however many people were in the alliance. All being people, all being people of color, I think it was like the final seven and then the final six was like all black people. And it resulted in Big Brother's first black winner ever. The show has been on as long as Survivor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So people are calling it Cookout 2, um, which is cool. I saw a lot of people on Twitter be like, what if there was an all-white alliance? Uh, so I reported those tweets yeah, for there, racism. There certainly has been. Yeah. There, there's no what if here. There have absolutely been several all-white alliances. Yeah. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Um, David versus Goliath. Probably. I don't know. It pulled that out of my head. I was just named any season. David Duke versus Goliath. Mm-hmm. Uh, over on Exile Island, Jeff shows up um, and he asks Erica how hard it's been. And then he gives her an hourglass. It's been pretty hard, right? It's been pretty hard living alone. Um, he gives her an hourglass and then tips... Tips it on its side, which we all know is the proper placement of an hourglass, and then tells her that she can go back in time and reverse the results of the challenge by smashing the hourglass. What? (laughs) I thought it was weird when he was like, like sand through the hourglass, so these are the days of our lives. (laughs) Yeah, um, this is weird. (laughs) I don't like this. I've liked some of the, the... stuff they've added this season, but this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. This is never, ever coming back. This is never, ever, ever coming back to Survivor. Survivor. <laughs> um, why would she not smash the hourglass? She gets immunity. Like, what What do you have to lose at this point? She already knows yeah. that she's being targeted. She's on the bottom of the alliance of the people. Like, they did not take her to the fucking merge feast. So, yeah. Why would she Why would she not do this? Yeah. There's no benefit to her not doing it, and there are a lot of incentives for her to do it. So, like, it's a pretty easy call. Yeah. Let me, let me look up who all is um, left. No, I mean, who... Do you remember off the top of your head who made it already and who has not? Uh, I know that I, it was a lot of Luvu. Like, it was like Nasir, Danny, uh, Evie 
not not Luvu, but Evie was there. Uh, Xander, I think. Yeah. Um, was Liana at the? I believe Liana was there. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article now. Oh, here we go. Danny, Deshaun, Evie, Ricard, Sydney, and Nasir all won. Okay. So the other people did not win. So yeah, it's uh, if they if it's what like Shan, Tiffany, Liana, it, uh, it would be everybody else. Heather, Erica, Xander, Evie. Man, Heather might as well not even be on Tiffany, this season. I know, right? <laughs> She's been completely non-existent. The only thing that has happened for her is she was embarrassed on national television at a challenge. Yeah, she couldn't complete a challenge, and there was a heartwarming moment where everyone said it was okay that she couldn't do it. Yeah. Look, a lot of people have a lot of different strengths. That's what I mean, I would hope that people would do that for me if I fucking biffed it on a challenge, so it was, it was a nice moment. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I don't know what she's all about, though. We haven't had anything from her character-wise. We haven't seen her sob story yet. I'm sure we'll get it, though. Um, yeah, so Erica definitely going to smash the hourglass. Good for her. Uh, it'd be stupid not to. If they're committed to, to this all-women's alliance, it would make sense to... I don't know if Erica's thinking that, too, but um, it would it would be helpful for, for that moving forward if all of them were immune and then... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jake, you know what this felt like? Because this was the end of the episode. What's that? This felt like one of the bad seasons of the challenge. Where they would just leave yeah. off. And nothing would be... Re- they would just be like, oh, no one got eliminated. Yeah, they they did that a lot uh, a few years ago. Uh, luckily, it hasn't happened this time. Before we talk about the challenge, though, Thomas, since we was no travel council, we have to talk about wildlife shots now. We got an iguana, we got a snake, we got a crab, we got the pantropical spotted dolphin. You know anything about these guys? Uh, I mean, I know what dolphins are, so I assume that this is one that is pantropical and has spots on it. This guy. Uh, yes, you were correct. It can be found in the tropical parts of every ocean throughout the globe. Uh, they're a little over eight feet long. They're dark gray with long, thin beaks and white lips. Uh, they often swim with tuna, which uh, means they have been the victim of tuna fishing. Uh, after decades of dolphin populations slowly increased due to conservation efforts, the pantropical spotted dolphin has remained steady. It has not increased nor decreased, while other dolphin populations have been slowly increasing. Uh, the IUCN, not at all concerned about them. That's great to hear, because yeah. I thought maybe because of the tuna fishing that, that maybe they would be endangered or something. But I'm glad to hear that they're not. As far as I know, they're not. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, though. Whoever wrote the Pantropical Spotted Dolphin Wikipedia article d- didn't do great. It was very hard Poor to job. tell what was happening when it got to the... Uh, like, are you talking about this fish... Not fish. Dolphin in particular? Or are you talking about all dolphins? The, 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 the sparsing of parsing, the parsing of the sentence was poor. The parsing of the sentence was poor. C minus. See me after class. Thank you. Okay. So last week, Thomas, you had 21 points and I had 19 points. Pretty uh, close game, you know? 
If this were a basketball game, we'd be like, whoa, can't wait for the second quarter. What's the most important quarter in basketball, do you think? Probably the fourth quarter. That's the right answer. Congratulations. You get a pizza party. Uh, you said Evie would survive for Yasa. They indeed did make it to the merge, sort of. Uh, so you got a point for that. You said Deshaun would survive. Deshaun survived this episode, so you got a point for that. I said Xander would survive, got a point for that, and Erica would survive, got a point for that. I would argue, because she survived two nights on Exile, I should get two points for that. No. You can argue that all you want, but you won't get two points. Mm. Uh, you saw. You thought that there would be the one world twist. In fact, that is not what happened. I thought that Ua would join Yasa, which in a way did kind of happen. Just Luvu was also there. I, you're not getting a point for that. So Bluevu would win the reward. Uh, impossible because that tribe the twist, didn't exist the anymore. The twist was the stupid hourglass thing. That's what we had to guess. Yeah, yeah. Or that we just separated tribes and half made it into the into yeah, the and like one merge. of them had to stay on exile or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, there like, were a lot stupid. of things because it's every stupid. episode has have guessed eight it. twists. Now we, it's too boring for us to have guessed. That's why we didn't guess it. Um. Neither pizza nor chicken strips were at the merge feast, so we not got no uh, nothing for that. You said Blue Vu would win immunity. We didn't even have an immunity challenge. I said Yasso would win. I said Ricard would... Oh, no, you said Ricard would get voted out. I said Shan. Neither happened because there was nobody voted out. Like, fucking challenge from 2013. Uh, you said Pizza Hut would be involved. I said the Outback Steakhouse would be the authority. You... Uh, neither of those things happened. So you're now at 23 points. I'm at 21 points. But now it's the time we say goodbye to Evie. We say goodbye to Deshaun. We say goodbye to Xander Hastings. We say goodbye to Erica. Who's going to be your person in the merge now? It's time to pick my forever person. <laughs> uh, man. Oh, man. This is tough. Uh, do you want first pick? Yeah, I'll take Liana. Okay. I feel like they're building pick. Liana up to be the hero that takes out Shan. I'm going to stick with Deshaun. I think he's oh. playing a good game. Yeah, I like that. I like Deshaun a lot. Uh, what? Uh, well, who's going to win the reward, though, if there's a reward challenge next episode? Which there probably won't be, because... There, wo- there won't be. Um, there almost certainly will not be. Okay, are you predicting there will not be a reward challenge? No, that's Ooh, not. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, 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 that gets too convoluted. What is this? Some Viver Forty One? No, this is a straightforward game. Who's winning? So what immunity? are the? Do they just have? Is it just Luvu and Yasa are the two tribes right now? No, there's there's just the merged tribe. They just have to go to tribal council still okay. and vote somebody out before it's official. Oh, so they're just doing individual immunity? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's only the people who lost or reverse got reverse time done. Uh, yeah, this is not. <laughs> but I, I believe it'll be an individual immunity winner. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think she's gonna smash it. So I think that the <sighs> the team that was at the feast. Is going to be the one that is going to have to do the challenge. Okay. So I will say that Danny is going to win individual immunity and reward. Okay. 
I oh and reward okay um I think they'll be if there is a reward I think they'll put it together okay fine let's let's predict the reward too I forget that they could do that sometimes um I'm gonna say you know what I'm gonna say Nasir wins immunity um and reward I guess uh what will the reward be and you can't say immunity that's cheating uh, I don't think there's going to be one, so, man, what would, what would it be? I don't know. Let's say, like, beer. There's going to be Ooh, beer. That's a good answer. I'm going to say a margarita. Hey, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah. Uh, that's right. This is Did You Watch Survivor Last Nights? So, instead of drinking uptime, we're drinking alcohol. Uh, mine's a dr- dreadful, great beer. You know what I mean. Grateful Dead. Yeah, dreadful, great. Dreadful Great would be a good I'm a name. Big dread, I'm a big dreadhead. I love the Dreadful Great. It would be a good name for a Grateful Dead cover band. The Dreadful Greats. Ooh, and then... Yeah, they, not enough of those out there. There could be... Uh, they could play all of their shows under those grates that you walk over. Or walk around, if you're me. Are you not on sidewalks? A grate, you know? Oh, sure, yeah. Talk straight on the dreadful great. Okay. I mean, this is just a, somebody's WordPress. Musical promoter Bill Graham conceived the nostalgia act Sha Na Na in 1968. Critics found them to be completely stock nostalgia mongering and panned them completely. The band soon broke up. Okay, I don't know why this came up when I looked up. Oh, because talk straight on the dra- dreadful great. Um, I don't want to read the rest of that article. Uh, okay, who's going to get voted out? I'm sticking with Ricard. He would technically be up for it. I am going to say Ricard gets voted out. I'm going to say... Sydney. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I just, I don't feel like she's got a... She doesn't have, like, an in anywhere, you know? Yeah, I think she's definitely expendable. Hmm. Kind of the Sylvester Stallone of this is Ricard. I, th- I mean, Ricard's the only Sydney Stallone. Uh, Sydney Stallone. Sydney Stallone. That's her new name. Okay, Sydney Stallone. Because she's expendable. Uh, but I think Ricard's the only UA member that's on that particular group. Because uh, I mean, yeah. it's just him and Shan. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we will see. No travel council. How fucking lame is that? Uh, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. In two days' time. Before that, though, Thomas, I gotta ask you. Did you watch the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies last night? I did not. Gotta tell you, uh, some shit, it happened. Uh, They had to do a challenge where they had to run some bags of money around a field like a football game. You remember? You remember football games? Uh, yes. It's like that, but uh, it's got bags of money that have one to three thousand dollars in them. Oh damn! Um, this, beats, this beats football anything. <laughs> uh, the Emerald Cell once again won the challenge. Emmy got voted in. Remember Emmy? Uh, do I? Yeah, she's CT's partner from earlier. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, then um, she called out Bettina. Remember Bettina? Sure, who who could forget Bettina? Of course, classic challenge. Who could character. forget Dave Batista? <laughs> who could forget his Dave tiny, Batista? And his t- 
tiny glasses that he had in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, uh, they had to do an elimination. They played some game. I don't remember what it was. Uh, but Emmy won. So then she joined what we affectionately call the C team, which is now Emmy, CT, Ashley, and Kyle. What do you think of that team? I'm into it. Yeah, it's a pretty good team, I think. Uh, then they sent Amanda to the big team, which is Big T, Corey, Nelson, and Logan, and now Amanda. You might remember Nelson and Amanda started their challenge career together. They were partners on Rivals 3. How are they already rivals if they started together? I guess, were they on the the real world together or something? They were on Are You the One together. Oh, okay. I believe um, Amanda got Nelson mad because it's very easy to do, and Nelson. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that before. I, I, I just don't believe that. Probably called her some some really misogynistic names. Uh, Are you the one? Really good show. Can't believe it was basically canceled because of uh, terrible things that happened on set. Apparently, uh, then the Emerald team remains intact. Devin, Nani, Casey, Emmanuel, Josh, and Tori. What about that team? Yeah, sure. I mean, I. I uh, Devin's on it, so yeah, I like Devin and Nani. I would like to see them both win, and I'm willing to let Josh and Casey win for that. I like Casey. I, yeah, she's fine. I don't know. I have no opinion of her. Like Nani lo- is madly in love with her, so cool. You know, you're happy for your exes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like the mature adult thing to do, uh, and we did go. We were on that one date at the same time, so that's true. <laughs> You're basically married. We're basically married now. Um, Thomas, what is your Twitter if people want to direct message, direct marry you, DM? Oh, please please do not DM me. Uh, DM if, if, Tom. Literally, if, don't marry if anyone, Tom. If anyone, well, okay, I mean, yeah, sure, but if anyone DMs me that is a fan of the show, I will close my DMs. That is my promise to you. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like, hey, great show, loved it. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what we want to do. You can follow me at Tom.Tom. You can follow the show on Twitter.com at D-Y-W-S-L-N or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast or on Patreon. Plenty of Patreon options for you. Uh, whatever your budget, it's Patreon.com slash Just Podcasts. Uh, we got to do our best segment, I think, right now, and that is Thank the Fans. Thomas, do you want to say thank you? To the fans, I would love. To, I would love to thank the fans. Fans, thank you. Uh, and if they wanted to thank us, what would they write, Thomas, on on iTunes podcast? Uh, wh- well, uh, first of all, they would give us five stars, <laughs> and then they would say, "This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up." That would be fantastic. If you could do that for us, we would uh, give you a shout out like we have for Sea Fisher 1985, Ariel Jr., J Pine, Jax Brand, Jake Oh, that's me. Sam Dad. Oh, shout out, shout out, Jax Brand. Yeah, I mean we did. I mean shout out all, shout out all of those people, but I didn't realize Jax Brand had left that review. And shout out Jax Brand. Well, you, you, Jax Brand, you're allowed to DM me. I'm in several DMs with you. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote uh, great stuff, guys. Which is, oh, he didn't write the thing. He didn't write uh, the what? thing. I, you know what? If I would have been very uh, angry about that if I didn't already know him, but you know, <laughs> we appreciate it. One of the, one of the greats. It was still five stars, so we're not mad. Again, it's just a boilerplate review. You can put your own spin on it. 
Uh, and pfft, clearly, Jax did. He did the important thing. He gave it five stars. And that's how we move up in the charts. Uh, moving up in the charts, moving up in the year. You know what that means? Gotta have a great summer. Deuces. The faster we're falling, we're stopping and stalling. We're running in circles again. Just as things were looking up, you said it wasn't good enough. But still, we're trying one more time. Maybe we're just trying too hard. When really it's closer than it is too far. Great. Great transition into the final five, man. Yeah, you did forget to uh, plug our Patreon, though. No, I didn't. But you didn't say anything. You didn't say anything about just Joey. I said you can find our podcasts. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com/slash/justpodcast. We have several options, no matter your budget. Okay. So I didn't hear the words "just Joey" or uh, ten thousand dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point at my grandpa's 90th birthday party that uh what was it we uh oh Colleen was like oh do you know how to like multiply by 11 and Ian was like oh yeah you just do it by 10 and then add another one of those whatever number and she's like no this is the trick and she like goes through this very convoluted thing uh and then we were like quizzing her uh using her system and then using Ian's which was what I just explained uh and then she asked me one and I got it like instantly. She's like, "How did you do that?" I used Ian's trick. He's, I am gonna text Thomas right now. <laughs> and I was like, "What? What? It, why? You doing that?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's right. I can't be doing that." Yeah, I'm actually already recording. So. Oh, you're actually already recording. Well, I never know. You never tell me. You never say, "Hey, I'm hitting the big red button." That's true. I don't say that. Next time, you know, you let me know. That's how we know. I'm hitting the, the big, big red, red button, button like Buzz Lightyear. <clears throat> Are you gonna see that movie? Absolutely not. Uh, did you? Uh, I think my favorite thing about it is they have like the really like solemn trailer reveal of like the Buzz Lightyear suit that's like hung <laughs> up without him in it, and it's like he wears the fucking toy suit. Like, it doesn't look like a spacesuit. It looks like a toy. And, like, everything else looks normal. Like, why? Is, there's a big red button on it. What would that button even do? It records. Let's, let's, let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. Like, we're already 48 hours behind schedule. That's true. Embarrassing. Who are we? The Survivor 41 production team? Yeah, that's because uh... the season was like a year late. Oh, okay. Is it lazy? Haha. Uh-huh. No one. Good one, Jake. Thanks. I'm just all full of COVID humor now these days. I'm all yeah. I'm always saying that. I'm, f- I'm full of two with... things: humor and COVID. Young, dumb, and full of COVID humor. <laughs> Dud episode, what is this, Lodge 49?